Nova, nothing take the, take the shine off your fighting. We must bubble with the joy of the Lord because we have the covenant of victory. Let's have the music. If we come to Him, He will answer us. If we run to Him, He will run to us. If we lift our style of celebrating the weekend and I said to you don't let nothing don't let anybody take the shine off your weekend the weekend is a gift from God and thank God this Friday has God in it thank God who made time and who ordained a season of rest thank God it is Friday as I welcome you I want to introduce myself to those who don't know me already I'm Dr. Femi Paul it is Friday and thank God it's not just an ordinary Friday, it is a very, very special Friday. The Christians, in the Christian um, kingdom, we call it Good Friday. So it's not just thank God it's Friday, it is thank God it is Good Friday. Thank God it is the best Friday in the year. Good Friday is the best Friday in the year. And I want to congratulate you, you are part of the beneficiaries of Good Friday. Good Friday is a good season. It's the reminder that we have a covenant of life, the covenant of grace, which is equal to you are destined to win. So why won't we have thank God in this Friday? We have God on our side. And as I welcome you today, I want to first thank God for him giving us his son. And I want to bless the Lord Jesus Christ for giving us eternal life. What a great God we serve. And I want to congratulate you out there. 
that you're part of the covenant and if you're not you're welcome to join us you just have to receive the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and walk after him and obey him and everything is going to be fine so once again I want to wish you a very blessed Good Friday thank God it is Good Friday if we can have a Good Friday doesn't it stand to reason then that we can always have a good Saturday a good Sunday a good Monday a good week a good month a good year notwithstanding how gloomy things look like now now this is something I do interactively because it is our own little getaway from all the hustles of life and you're free and I want you to express yourself how that you feel because it's somewhat a bit mm, contradictory that we're in this gloomy season and then all of a sudden it is Good Friday all of a sudden in the midst of all that we're going to have Resurrection Sunday and Easter Monday and one is happy celebrated the other one is down and gloomy and a little you know not here or there but could it not be that God designed it for this time right in the middle of the lockdown BAM we enter Good Friday I choose to believe God I choose to believe with you and agree with you that as long as we have Good Friday in the midst of what seems not to be so good, it is going to turn out to be good. I like, I like you, Benga. You're saying amen and it's going to be good all the way. Hallelujah. Who is that? Benga, I like you. It's going to be good all the way. I receive that for myself and all, the, all of you, my brethren, that are hanging out with me today, just thanking God it is Good Friday. Okay, okay, I, I see you, I read you, Good Friday. Now, in the midst of all of this, I something comes to my mind, and I want you to tell, be honest about how you feel. You know, um, some people feel, I've had enough of this thing, and I feel like, you know, doing something crazy. Some people are tired of sleeping. Whatever it is you feel, just send a word to me, and we're going to have... A, an honest discussion it's also about letting off steam you know saying it how you feel there's no condemnation in Christ you are free to express yourself and as we take ourselves together we can navigate to a better place and because we're brethren we're gonna to stick together we're gonna to pray together because we have one God one faith one baptism and one covenant and it's working in our favor no matter what hallelujah Oh, Stanley, I see you. You're welcome. God bless you. <laughs> and here is my cousin, Uluwayemc. Uh, Happy Good Friday to you as well. Now, don't be shy. You know, this is us. Imagine we're just sitting in a cafe and we're just trading stories and talking and, and just trying to be real and trying to um, let the iron sharpen the iron and let us get through this together. There's nothing as definite and as strong, as powerful as the Word of God. But I admit that even though I'm a pastor, sometimes the Word seems far until someone rubs mind with you. Until someone lets you know that you're not alone. Until someone lets you know that whatever you're feeling, it's common to everybody. But we just don't stay there. We always rise. Hallelujah. <laughs> I see you saying amen. So keep sending your um, comments and your contributions 
uh, I would like to read them and encourage everybody. I'm going to acknowledge um, the good contributions because you have something to give. If you're already feeling better, you can just type it out there and say, hey, I'm already feeling better. I didn't feel Friday before. I don't know about, I didn't feel like, mm, let nobody find out that I don't feel like Good Friday. But now it is turning out good as we have this um, conversation. Let me read one exciting scripture that made my day. Um, let me read it to you. It's Romans 8, 31 to 32. You know what it says? It says, what then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Oh, Ibadi, you're saying I'm already feeling better. Oh, glory to God. I'm sure the feeling is going to spread. Can I tell you something? When the children of the kingdom begin to talk and begin to converse about the Lord, an anointing is released. Yokes will just start disappearing. You will see, you'll feel the sun of righteousness shining through the gloom and the doom, and the dark clouds just are dispelled. And you're going to come out thinking, why was I feeling like that? Hey, Jesus is Lord. And in the season of Easter, it is to put us in remembrance that because he died and because he rose, we are on the winning side. Hallelujah. He didn't do that just to get us to heaven. He did that also for us to, to reign on earth. And the process of getting there, we may not understand it. And I think that what is going on now is a process. So I read that scripture just to encourage you. It says, what then shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not? How shall he not with him also freely give us, not some things, all things? But the only problem I see is that because we're emotional beings, because we go through and we come through, many times, it's not that we don't remember the word of God, we're a little down on the currency of the spirit, which is faith. The currency of the spirit is not money, it's faith. You transact in the spirit with faith. So as we, as we banter together, <laughs> I, I see you. Uh, someone there, you say, Buyejo, you say you have been on lockdown for 27 days now, but I feel really blessed to be alive and to be in great health. Do you know what you're doing? You're glorifying God, and God will add other things to you as well. Okay, God bless you. Ophem, I see you. Hey, Jude, nice to have you there. Ah, uh -uh, who is this? Uluakimade, that's good. You're welcome. Please send in your comments. So how shall he not with, with him, with Jesus, also freely give us all things? But the one that really gets me, and I want to share this with you because it really helps me. Because if you, let me tell you something, being a pastor or not, it doesn't matter. These times are so disconcerting and so disorientating. And because nobody has been there before, even governments have not been there before. We all have to feel a little out of sort. Nothing, nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. But the word of God tells me, and I read from the Message Bible, and I want to hear you about this. It says, so what do you think? With God on our side like this, how can we lose? With God on our side, say, what do you think? Think about it. 
with God on our side like this, how can we lose? Could possible now, the giver of the covenant is the one that enforces the covenant. How can we lose? The only thing that bothers me is when we don't believe anymore. And that's why we need to congregate together. We need to talk together. And so my thoughts today, I want, to, I want us to discuss in, in detail. Oh, Jude, you said the, the word works all the time. Hallelujah. And that's for me and that's for someone there. The word works all the time. Hallelujah. Ah, okay. And, um, and so the Bible, the message Bible, Romans 8.31 says, with what, so what do you think, with God on our side like this, how can we lose? I wish we'd look at somebody and say, how can we lose? We can't lose. This statement is not based on me or you, it's based on what God said. Ah, who is this? Well, you just say, I really miss your, I really miss your plenty Yoruba interjections. It's been such a long time. You really miss Grace Assembly. Hey, anytime you're around, come fellowship with us. It is one body, one house. How can we lose? Let me talk about that thing. How can we lose? A lot of people are beginning to feel, hmm, I may lose out. When the Bible says, how can we lose? It's easy to not, if you don't flesh it out, you may not get the, the full import of it. When said, how can we lose? It's because some people at times like this begin to think, hmm, supposing I lose out. I was kind of okay before with the way things have been shuffled and reshuffled and everything is just um, standing up on its head and things are just not lining up anymore. How? Supposing I lose out. And, and there are voices that say, hmm, you are going to lose out. And somebody's thinking, I may be the one to lose out. Somebody's even thinking, it looks like I will lose out. I can lose out. And maybe I'm already losing out because I'm losing some customers. I'm losing some business. But that's just the beginning of the story. I hear you. Um, Demola Ekunda, you're saying, we can't lose as long as God is on our side. I like that. Thank you for that comment. How can we lose? Paul says, how can we lose with God on our side? This is something we need to hear and hear and hear again because there are voices in the world. The Bible says there are many voices in the world and many, most of the voices don't speak the word of God. They may speak the fact, but they don't speak the truth. Jesus didn't say I'm the fact. He says I am the truth. The fact is what you see. The truth is what is going to be superimposed on the fact. I already feel very good. Joke, nice to see you. Joke, Ojo, nice to see you. And, uh, aha, YMC, my cousin, you're saying God has the final say. I receive that for me and for you. No matter what the equation seemed like at the beginning, God has the final say. Ada, you're saying, yes, yeah, so the Lord, the word of the Lord works like the sharp sword, as the Bible describes it. Oh my God, my faith is getting all pumped up. Demola, you're saying, Ademola, nothing can separate us from love. Good is to come, and God will come to our rescue. Oh, that's, that's very comforting. Hallelujah. 
So if you're thinking, I may lose out, it's not far-fetched. As a matter of fact, if we're going to be honest, it crosses our minds sometimes. Italy, nice to see you. You're welcome. I say, you're saying, I feel good watching my pastor live. Oh, I wish I could see you too. <laughs> and so, somebody, uh, when the voices say you can't lose that, it looks like the power play is not in your favor. Just because something starts out somehow, doesn't mean God is not going to hijack it. Whatever the enemy meant for evil, God is able and God is in the business of turning it around for good. And I'm sure that a lot of you uh, may have been through that phase. And some, some of us may still be going through that phase, supposing I lose out. Looks like I am going to lose out. And you kind of feel nobody would understand how you feel. I understand the Lord understands. Hallelujah. Oh, Jane, you're echoing what I said. Jesus is not the fact, but he's the truth. And the truth always trumps the fact because he holds the keys. <laughs> Dave, I like that. You say it's just a bend and not an end. We can't lose out. Oh, keep, keep, keep coming. Keep coming. I like that. Hallelujah. <laughs> Evelyn says, yes, God has the final say. As you say it, you help your faith. You actually galvanize your faith, you activate your faith, and you help pump up someone else. That's what Thank God is Fight is all about. It's not, it's not a service, it's not a sermon. We're just encouraging one another. And we choose, because we believe God, to still have a good time on Friday. Friday is time to wind down. And this is our own way of winding down. And when we finish this, you can go to your kitchen and get a nice drink, put on your TV, put on some music, and do some hallelujah. And, and dance. The music is, is personal in our heart. And the music is based on what we know. So how can we lose? We want to agree that Jesus is Lord and he has the final say. We will not lose. We cannot lose. Because we are predestined to win. We may not understand what we're going through. We may stumble a little bit. We may get a little tired, a little depressed. But we always come out of it. And if there be anyone there who's still saying, okay, let me just watch for a while. The goodness of God will go to work in your own situation as well and turn things around. Let me give you one scripture that also helped me. It says, um, in Daniel 2 and verse 21, the New King James Version of the Bible. Oh, Lika, you said all things are working together for our good and a big amen to that. <laughs> ah, Mara, you are saying don't draw permanent conclusions over a temporary situation. I really, really like that. Oh, blessed be God. <laughs> now, uh, Daniel 2.21, I was going to read, says, And God changes the times and the seasons. What? He changes the times and the seasons. He removes kings and raises up kings. And he gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those who have, who have understanding. The Living Bible version says, World events are under his control. Shota, 
The devil is a liar. Makes it look like God has to try and catch up with coronavirus or COVID-19. No, 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 no. God never loses control. Another translation says God has everything and times and seasons under control. So if he allows something, it's not because he's not in control. He may be allowing it so that he can restructure things so that those of us who seem to be under may now find ourselves on top. Hallelujah. Oh, Dave, I hear you no weapon, whether it's COVID-19 or whatever formed against us, shall prosper. We can't lose. That's right. We cannot lose. Jesus is the guarantee. The Bible says if he did not rise up on the third day, then we will be men, the most miserable men, and rightly so. But he did rise, and he seated on the throne, and he cannot be dethroned. Okay, I don't know who you are, highly favored. We must accept finite disappointment, but never lose infinite, infinite hope in God. Because we have 100% assurance. I always like that 100% assurance. And so if the Living Bible, Daniel 21 to 22, uh, Daniel 2, 21 to 22 says, world events are under his control. Listen to this. He removes kings. Supposing this is designed to remove some people. And sets others on their thrones. So the thrones are retained, but the kings are removed. Because God changes times and seasons. Maybe the time of some people is over. Maybe your time is just about to start. Maybe the equations didn't favor us. And so God is crumbling all the equations. And because when God scrambles all things, he will reveal what is going on to us. So permit it to be so for now that I don't quite get what is going on. But God is going to whisper those things to us as we open our spirit to him. And so he, the, I, I finished reading the scriptures. It says he gives wise men their wisdom and scholars their intelligence. And listen to this, verse 22. Now says he reveals profound mysteries beyond man's understanding. He now goes forth to reveal profound mysteries that is beyond man's understanding. To who? To us. He knows all hidden things for his light and darkness is no obstacle to him. Because the world lies in darkness. And the, the darkness covers the people. But the Lord will arise over us. And when he arises over us, there is an exchange. He exchanges his strength for our weakness. He reveals uh, profound mysteries, the living Bible says, that's beyond human understanding. I have been praying the prayer. Maybe this is a time to release the prayer so that you can share in the benefit uh, with me. And the Bible says uh, that Jesus opened the uh, understanding of the disciples so that they could comprehend the scriptures. Because for them, under comprehending the scriptures was do or die. So what is it that we need to comprehend? Is it not what is going on? Is it not how it's going to turn out? Is it not how we, we need to be able to navigate forward out of this quagmire? And so my prayer is, Lord, open our understanding that we may comprehend what is going on. So that the darkness is dispelled by wisdom, understanding, and light. 
so that we, we comprehend also how to move forward. We comprehend how the interplay of forces and equations will happen. Glory to God. So that when we do that, we're no longer afraid. See, fear is, fear thrives when there is ignorance, there's darkness, there's lack of knowledge, there's uncertainty. But what light does, it brings understanding. It says he gives wisdom and intelligence to the wise. So he reveals profound mysteries. And that is something he will give to us. It says if he has given us Jesus, what is it with Jesus that he will not freely give unto us? So that prayer that God will open our understanding, we comprehend what is going on. Let them try and hide it. God will reveal it to us. The dynamics of your business, your ministry, what, what you need to be, be one of the winners, God will reveal to each and every one of us. He has no pleasure in keeping us in the dark. But when things are dark, we must trust him. Like Lazarus was in the womb of the tomb for four days, but not once did he utter a word. Of accusation against Lord. Not once did he utter any word that the Lord can't be trusted. He just waited and God called him out and told him, roll away the stones. Come out. Lose him and let him go. And he started to reign big time. So when we don't know, we have conversations like this to encourage each other that, listen, I don't know much about what is going on myself, but I trust God. He's going to reveal the wonderful mysteries of the new world that we're going to enter is going to reveal to us in Jesus mighty name. The new century version, um, I'm going to read that, but just before I read that, I'm so excited about the last part of um, the Living Bible, Daniel 2, verse 22. It says, for his light and darkness is no obstacle to him. Whether it is COVID-19 or the overwhelming um, aftermath of of the of the COVID uh, plague, it is no obstacle to him. Child of God, we're not following a God who bows to obstacles. He does light and darkness are the same to him. That's why we have a right to have, thank God, it is Friday. Not so much because everything has worked out, but we know that everything worked out together for our good. I like that, amen. <laughs> and so the New Century Version says, he changes the times and the seasons of the year. This season, he's going to change it into a better season. Daniel 2.21, New Century Version says, God changes the times of the seasons and the seasons of the year. He says, he takes away the power of kings and gives their power. How many of you feel that you have, God has your name down on the new kings, king of your industry? Hallelujah. New kings in the gospel. New kings in the marketplace. If you're one of those people, why don't you just type amen and amen and amen that God is going to, he says it takes power from kings, particularly because they have not done well, and gives their power to new kings. Why won't he put us on his list when we're doing, thank God it is Good Friday, when we're saying, blessed be God, who is faithful to keep his covenant when we're encouraging one another and not forsaking one another. The Bible says we should encourage one another. This is what I'm trying to do. I think that's Hebrew 10, 26. It says, it says, do not forsake the gathering of yourselves together. We can't gather in a room anymore, but we gather in, a, in the cyberspace. But encouraging one another so much the more 
as you see the day approaching. The days are evil. We need to encourage one another. It's not a church thing. It's a kingdom thing. There is a church thing, but there's also the kingdom thing. Hallelujah. And, and so, if you don't take the power and give to new kings, and I see new kings sharing the cyberspace with me, and I'm praying for you that the Bible says those that have received the covenant of life, they will reign in life. It takes God making you a king to really reign. And I believe God, by his help, we're going to come through this and we're still going to reign in life. Amen and amen to that. I say one amen for myself. I say one amen for my for you. And I say one amen for our nation as well. Glory to God. The Bible says it gives wisdom to those who are wise and knowledge to them who have understanding. Um, I, 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 you, 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 I pray that you're receiving this. And something is shifting your heart. And that's why when the music started, the music we played, I, I, I want that music again. The music says, sing for joy to God our King. If you call on Him, He will answer you. Sing to joy our King because He's worthy to be celebrated, particularly in the season of Easter. It's a season of remembrance. Let us superimpose what we know about the Lord upon our situation. destined to win. It's an equation when you're a child of grace, God says, I got you. Seasons come, seasons go. The Bible says he changed the times. He changes the season. He just switches them. This Easter will not be in vain. Why is Easter bang in the middle of this quagmire? It is good that Easter is right because Easter stands for sickness and death 
Easter, we need Easter right now. So I want you to approach Sunday, celebration um, Sunday, resurrection Sunday, with a great sense of expectation. And the expectation of good people like you and I, even as we agree together, where two or three are gathered together in agreement, there's action, spiritual action. When we agree, great things will happen. God will change the time and change the season because that's what the Bible says he is. He's watching them. But he changes all those things. And if there be anyone there who is worried about all this conspiracy thing that they're saying, uh, this is what is happening, they've got us in a corner. No, 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 no. I have word for you. I have good news for you. Job 5 verses 12 to 14 says, God frustrates the devices of the crafty. If anybody thinks they're manipulating humanity with a virus, with whatever they think they're doing, I don't know what they call themselves, but listen, he says he frustrates the devices of the crafty so that their hands cannot carry out their plans. Let them speak a word. It will not stand. Let them take counsel. It will not come to pass. God is going to hijack it and turn it around for our good. Bible says he catches the wise in their own craftiness. And the counsel of the cunning comes upon them, comes quickly upon them, not upon us. Tell God, let them plan anything. Any arrow that anybody is shooting, whether it's a national arrow, whether it's a global arrow, it will not find us as target in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. He said they, they will meet with darkness in daytime, and they will group in noontime as, as if it is night. That is their portion. Our portion is... We will run to him, he will run to us. We turn things around. Oh yes, I like what you said, Mara. We must remember who we serve. The God who tears apart the Red Sea <laughs> so that his people can pass through. He's a way maker. Pharaoh thought he had them cornered. He knew that they were going to get stuck at the Red Sea. He knew all the time when he told them to go. That's the only way out. And he came to bring them back to show them they're foolish and they don't know what they're doing. But God had an ace. Ah, may God pray, play that ace in our favor this Easter in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so it is, um, child of God, I, I want to actually close with something that is very, um, very heavy on my mind. And I'm going to invite you to join me again at, um, on Wednesday at at 6 p.m., five minutes to six, we're going to go live. I'm going to have my friend and one of my senior pastors, uh, Pastor Yomi Badejokusaya. We're going to do uh, an interactive service together. I may have um, another pastor with me. And so we're going to share thoughts of how we navigate forward. God has taken a position, and the position of the Lord, I read to you, um, and that's found in um, Isaiah 42 and verse 16. I have no doubt this is what God is saying. Those who have heard me, heard me prophesy that all the questions will fail this year. At the crossover, I told them, say, whatever you're relying upon, God says it's going to fail. It has happened. But that God has warned us. God is telling us his position. Then we want to go to what we should do to walk with God so that we don't abort what God has planned out for us. So God's position is found in Isaiah 42, verse 16, the New Living Translation. It says, I will lead blind Israel down a new path, guiding them along an unfamiliar way, because that's what's going to happen. 
I will brighten the darkness before them and smoothing out the road ahead of them. Yes, I will indeed do these things. I will not forsake them. I will lead blind Israel. That's your mind. Because when you don't know the road, you're as good as blind. I will lead blind Israel down a new path. Tell God, don't be afraid that the path that we understood are now behind us. You can't bring them into the future. But God is saying, I will lead you down a new path, guiding you along an unfamiliar route or way or route. I will brighten the darkness before you and I will smoothen out the road ahead of you. So do be afraid. God's got a plan. The message translation says, but I will take the hand of those who don't know the way like you and I. Like, you know, we've never been to this new world before. The new world is racing towards us and the old world is fading away. There's no point trying to hold on to that. It ain't going to work. We're going forward. The Lord has got ahead of us. He says, I will take the hand of those who don't know the way, who can't see where they're going. It's a bit frightening. It's like driving without headlamps in the thick darkness of the night. I will be a personal guide to them. Personal guide. No, not just church guide. Personal guide to them. Directing them through unknown countries or territories. Directing us, navigating where people shipwreck, where they fall off the cliff. No, no, no. God is guiding us through unknown country. He says, I'll be right there to show them what roads to take. So that, he says, and I will make sure they don't fall into the ditch. That's the promise of God. That's the position of God. He says, these things I will doing for them, sticking with them, not leaving them for a minute. The covenant of God is spoken in this season of remembrance that Christ died. He ascended to heaven and he said, the things I do, go do them and do greater things because I will be there, powering it and seeing you through. It doesn't mean we won't face difficult times. We will. It doesn't mean we don't get confused. We will get confused, but God shows up. Glory to God. Oh, Pastor Conrad, I see you say Jehovah Roy. Jehovah Roy, which means my shepherd. I, I want I want to leave you with um, a direction. That is what God says He's going to do. What are we going to do? Is the question. And um, in this season, there's a way we have to walk with God. How are you preparing? God has taken a position. I will guide you, but are you preparing for the new world we're going to step into? Don't just sit at home and kill time with all kind of entertainment. Yeah, get some fun and all that, but there's need for us to prepare. As a matter of fact, this is the truth. Let me show you how it works. Hebrews 11 verse 7a. Hebrews 11 verse 7a, the New King James Version says, By faith Noah, Noah being warned by God about things not yet seen, he prepared an ark for the salvation or the saving of his household. I read that again. By faith, Noah, being warned by God about things not yet seen, things that never happened before, he prepared an ark for the salvation of his household. He did something to be doing something. It's not God can couldn't have saved Noah and his family if Noah didn't do something. God didn't build the ark. Noah built the ark. So, when God warned him that there was going to be 
a flood like never before. Like I warned people, I said, everything is going to stand on its head. It's like the stars will be dropping out of the skies. Look at all the children. Nobody is going to school. No airports, no flying. Even if you have a private jet, the pilots will not even come out of their house. It's never happened before. And so when God told him, Bible says God warned him about this thing, he did something. The word is prepare. What are you preparing? Should you not be preparing? Not prepared for what is going to happen by building the ark. And the Bible says he prepared an ark for the salvation of his household. For the saving of his household. For the safety of his household. For the future of his household. So when what you need to do to prepare has to do with your future. Has to do with your safety. Has to do with your family. Has to do with your being able to reign in life. Or if you don't, you may be an underdog. So if Noah prepared and Noah found grace in the sight of God, you can't say I'm a child of grace, I'm not Noah. Noah found grace in the sight of God. But he had to prepare. I'm talking about preparation. This season... We have so much time, we have to engage in some preparation. This is what we're going to be talking about on Wednesday. What God has taken a position, God is moving, God is taking times and season, but you can't be standing. We have to be prepared. I read one scripture to you again, Proverbs 22 and verse 3. Proverbs 22 and verse 3, I read from the Living Bible. The Living Bible. It says, a prudent man foresees the difficulties ahead. That's my face. Not my show you the hear me face. A prudent man, not a foolish man, not an idle man, not a lazy man. A prudent man foresees the difficulties ahead and prepares for them. But the simpleton goes blindly on and suffers consequences. There will be consequences whether you're a child of God. If you don't prepare, Noah's ark was not built by God. It was built by Noah. So I, I leave you with that. Be a prudent man. Begin to ask God, how do I prepare? Talk to knowledgeable people. And why don't you join me and Pastor Yomi Badejokusai on Wednesday at 6 p.m. on the same platforms, uh, Facebook, uh, Facebook Live, uh, Instagram Live. And for those who want to come online, um, audio, you'll find us on SoundCloud, MixLR. And so that's all we're able to take today. Hmm. Um, I wish I could read all your comments, but I, I thank you. And um, after this, I'm going to save this on the pages so you can rerun this. Thank God uh, it's Friday. And thank God it's a very good Friday. Not just good Friday, a very good Friday. And why do I say so? Because you join me and I feel the love and I feel togetherness and I, and I see us navigating forward together and doing very well in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I, I want to leave you with a song and that song is another song I have learned to dance to because that song talks about the equation of grace. Grace means or grace is equal to you are destined to win. That's where I want to leave you. You are destined to win. God bless you too.
remember to operation working with God to pass the miracle or the exchange of power that God wants to work for us. when you join us as we learn about the art of preparation the prudent man foresees difficulties and prepares for it and he says rather than go down he goes up but the simple thing the one that doesn't give thoughts to a lot of things goes ahead and suffers consequences we are destined to win we are the prudent join me and we're going to learn together Thank you for joining me. Thoroughly enjoyed your company.